0: If one thing became clear in 2020, it is that at the end of the day, there is nothing more important than the life and health of you and your loved ones. In this episode of FinTechFlow, we will take a deeper look into how technology can help us achieving that goal. We will get to know two companies that are working on making the leading medical expertise available for the widest possible audience. I will talk to them about how technology changes healthcare and health insurances and how customers can benefit from it.
1: Welcome to Fintech Flow, where we deep dive into the depth and complexity of successful startups, sit down with bright fintech minds, and bridge together the gap in mindset between the legacy players and today's innovators. With 10 years experience as a manager in the financial sector, MIT certified fintech expert Linda Schallai is prepared to put it all in play
0: and to follow the flow. It is a special episode for me, as one of my guests is a long-known business partner. We, back in 2012, together with our colleagues, created the insurance product that I consider my most important product in my own insurance portfolio, even today. He is Frank Aedo, CEO of Further, which is a global leader in the design and development of cross-border insurance solutions for serious illnesses. Hi, Frank. Great to have you on the podcast. How are you today?
2: Very well indeed, Linda. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here and uh, looking forward to our discussion.
0: Me too. Great to have you. I would also like to welcome my other guest, who is CEO of Trusted Doctor, the award-winning digital healthcare platform specializing in access to world-leading international medical expertise. He is Greg Jardzabek. Greg, welcome to FintechFlow.
1: Hi, Linda. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for having me here. Looking forward to the discussion.
0: (laughs) Me too. Really looking forward because, to be honest, on my priority list, of course, as well, health became a more important issue. But first things first, I would like to ask both of you to shortly introduce your companies and their missions.
2: Further is a company that um, has been going under its own steam um, since 2017. uh, It was a management buyout from an organization. Uh, called Best Doctors specialized in second medical opinion Um, and so essentially um, a major part of the team in further already was very closely linked to uh, challenges and issues uh, for people um, that suffered serious medical conditions and we really wanted to build a company that would take it to the next level in providing um, solutions from a service and insurance standpoint.
0: How many countries are you present Frank?
2: Um, so currently, we're present in about 33 countries uh, around the world. Uh, so wow. we've had uh, incredible success, I think, in a very, very short period of time, which I think is, um, really tells you quite how much in demand uh, there is for um, uh, the type of solutions that we provide. And, and I think that like, <clears throat> like most insurance solutions, uh, there are a lot of very interesting products in the market. I think the, essentially our mission isn't just to provide good solutions, but we want to really provide good solutions that are affordable and that are available to a wider audience than would typically be the case. And I think that's a, an interesting mission for us.
0: I agree. That is interesting and maybe that is something that Greg could attach to, because uh, as far as I understand for you, Greg is also very important to make it possible for as many people um, as, as you can.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I will echo what Frank said and maybe introduce a bit of Trusted Doctor. Um, the, I, actually, the, the reason why we set up Trusted Doctor, and it was actually four or five years ago, was from a patient perspective. Because uh, we, were, we as founders, a couple of founders across the world, we found it very difficult to access uh, the specialist or the best healthcare possible wherever you are. And uh, when we look at the whole problem of different analog inquiries and trying to travel to the hospitals, we thought maybe we could tackle this problem and make those great doctors, great hospitals accessible and available digitally so that we just don't waste time. And we get the response in due time because what matters is uh, the access to health as soon as possible. So. In Having this kind of mission and trying to tackle this big problem, we thought, okay, we focus on the first half a mile of the patient journey and try to create some software tools for doctors and hospitals and other stakeholders in this um, specialized medicine um, uh, sector um, so that it helps the stakeholders with the workflow uh, to receive some inquiries, receive some reach outs by patient. And helps, um, helps actually the end customers like us, yourself, and our founders as well, to uh, be able to access those specialists in the best way possible, in the best, most timely manner, uh, and make it available to anyone, anywhere. So that was kind of the mission. And we, end up, we, ended, we ended up having actually a software company, creating those tools helping the stakeholders in this in this um, sector with, uh, with the workflow. But in the end, the ultimate goal is to literally make them available, digitize on one platform and avail- make it available to anyone, anywhere.
0: That is really a beautiful goal. And uh, there's so much in it that I like and love about technology because it really makes... A lot of things possible. But before we get deeper into that, I would like both of you to give a little bit of overview. 2020 is, uh, what should I say, a weird year at least. And uh, you and your companies, they are working actually in a similar market, but also a little bit different markets. So let's start with Frank. You and further mostly work with insurers and big employers all around the world. Could you give us a quick overview on how you see the health insurance market in 2020?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd even go sort of further back. I mean, 2020 clearly um, with COVID has had a situation which is so unexpected, so atypical, uh, that it's um, you know created uh, incredible impact and change. But I, I think a lot of that change isn't, as a a specific result of COVID. I think COVID has just simply accelerated, um, you know, a lot of the things that, um, uh, you know, trends that were already happening. So I think for us, um, and and this varies tremendously from from different parts of the world, but I think generally speaking, you know, you know you have socialized medicine you know you have public healthcare systems which i think you know in the good old days were very very comprehensive they provided a uh, very complete response to people's needs uh, over time you know uh, with budget restraints uh, with restrictions with challenges we've seen how some public healthcare services um, have come under considerable strain Um, You know, with a lot of different impacts, you know, waiting lists, um, uh, you know, challenges around what access do you have, your ability to choose doctors. And I felt um, that really the way a lot of public healthcare systems have uh, developed over the the previous 10, 20 years has been almost the complete opposite to really what uh, consumers want. Because, you know, whether we want to call ourselves an insured member or a patient, uh, essentially we consume healthcare and i think it's that consumer approach that we see in absolutely every other industry you know where people are making choices uh, they have access to information they uh, have now become uh, become very good and very demanding in terms of wanting to access quality and uh, affordability and, and once again this is just not this is not just in healthcare this is in, across many many other industries. so if people uh, actually you know uh, want to know where you can get the best fresh bread and are prepared to drive you know uh, to a bakery that's a bit further away, or if they know that they can buy a brand new car from another country and import it um, and save some money, why wouldn't people want to do something similar? with health care, something that's far more important than any other aspect of life. And I think that's what we have seen over the years, that people become less, let's say, submissive uh, to just sitting and listening, being an audience uh, to your own party, as it were, where uh, you're not giving an opinion, you're being told by a doctor, you know, what is uh, what needs to happen next, um, you don't really understand what's going on. We already saw with the second medical opinion that there is a huge demand for people to really take control of what happens uh, with their healthcare, and particularly in our segment, which is this sort of specialized, uh, serious medical conditions. Um, and so I think bringing sort of covid into the mix where suddenly you didn't have access to your normal doctor where you know people were nervous about going to hospitals where suddenly things like cancer okay were put on hold because the hospital systems uh, were trying to deal with a pandemic i think what this um, and and i definitely see this as what will c- come out of covid as things start to come to some form of normality will be people really understanding that um, they want to understand what is available. They want to understand how to access it. Um, and they want to uh, be in a position to be able to afford um, you know, uh, what is available. And, and we know that healthcare is becoming more and more expensive. We know that medical science is developing tremendously with incredibly good results, but at a considerable cost. So I, I think that 2020 for us really is i think something that underlines where we already started many years ago which is you know a growing demand by consumers to be in control to understand their options and for there to be organisations like further that can offer them firstly affordability uh, in products and secondly to be there and help them navigate with something that regardless um, of the ease of access, regardless of improvements in technology, it's never going to be an easy experience for individuals. They need to be helped by professional organizations like Further. So I think in summary, Linda, you know, for us, 2020, tough year, obviously, for everyone. Uh, Clearly, um, uh, you know, some very, very um, sort of sad stories. And even for us, very disruptive in our day-to-day business. But essentially, the underlying trend is a progression of where we are going as a company
0: okay thanks for that frank i really hope that uh, you're gonna be right and this more customers centric approach will be present or more present in health providers in the future and then now uh, i'm asking you greg i think it's a different case what we can see at least at very many financial institutions, COVID is driving the digital transformation of them. And we could see in the past year that if there were one sector where COVID had a favorable effect, is typically digital sector. You and Trusted Doctor is a star of the medtech scene. So how do you see the medtech arena in 2020?
1: Yeah, thank you, Linda. I uh, Yeah, it's very interesting year, very unfortunate year for all of us. But I think fortunate in the way that um it changed the mindset of people in healthcare industry and it's it's worth saying that actually healthcare if you look at different sectors probably the the only sector lagging the massive innovation or adoption of technology that you've seen in different other sectors including fintech that's people are um, talking waving the trend off right now so and so I think that COVID actually the, um, did one thing. They actually changed the mindset of executives, changed the mindset of doctors that they want and can accept and adopt the technology to make the workflow better and make it much more comfortable and easy to reach for patients. And that's, I think this shift is probably a 10-year shift. Uh, so um, you know, before you, you saw you, 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 healthcare initial innovation was actually in very much primary medicine uh, primary doctors, because it was much, um, much more, um, um much more uh, less complicated areas of medicine, um, uh, homogenous, I would say, in the way how you could provide the care to different uh, consumers within the country or around the world. But, um, but so, so right now, what you see, um, and we as trusted doctor we always wanted to focus on specialist healthcare. So oncologists, cardiologists, um, actually because it, it mattered for us to be able to access those specialists when, when, it, when you're facing a di- the difficult life-threatening disease, to be able to access them and contact them in a very easy way. And we've seen over the four or five years that we were walking the line. We were walking the line. It was door to door, uh, hospital hospital the acceptance adoption was uh, sometimes uh, very bad sometimes uh, there were some civil there were some possible green green spots that the people who accept the technology and and what we've seen uh, beginning of 2020 uh, having actually prepared our infrastructure for the last four years having made our brand out there we saw like 10 times fold acceptance of the technology by doctors hospitals because it was a a major um it was an a uh, external event that made them realize that actually yes let's use technology um, to keep doing what we do and keep helping the patients and that's uh that's i think uh, was the uh, the main uh the main effect of covid in healthcare that people are favorable looking to technology favorably looking to change the workflows and actually speed up this um, um, digital um, digital, um, um, evolution in healthcare. And, uh, with that actually, uh, and I would tie it back, uh, this, this, this situation will tie back very much to insurance world as, um, as Frank says, because when we set up trusted doctor, we thought, okay, we first, uh, would like to create, digitize those doctors on our platform, but eventually the aim was always to what we've built to make it available to more people and I, and I think that um the that the with given the fact that we're riding the trend of consumerization of health like frank said that everybody's trying to look for the best doctor or everybody's trying to look for best solution be kind of empowered to know empowered to be informed and make a choice i think uh, the fact that the adoption of technologies right now there in healthcare industry or in specialist healthcare, that makes the products of insurance much more holistic, much more end-to-end, digitally available. And that's, I think, one technology and the change in healthcare technology will propel the insurance insure tech industry uh, to much extent.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's definitely if if we should find some positive effects on this weird and uh, painful year one of the thing is that maybe digital technology is more accepted also by the customers and uh, by smaller and bigger organizations and then i think it really helps especially in your case uh, because both further and trusted doctors they have in a way the mission which is very similar that make the top health expertise available for a wider audience So here are two companies with quite similar mission, but actually the services are, I could say, complementary. How do you see this, Frank? Do you think these two services could be maybe combined and uh, give a better value for the customers?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that um, um, for us, uh, what was very, very clear um, was that... um, the segment that we were in and that we have, um, you know, managed to to grow substantially um, was really, really focused on one area of the uh, of the business. OK, and that was essentially saying to somebody, if you wanted to um, access um, international medical expertise, we were actually going to build products that would be affordable and that would be very, very comprehensive. Um, but we were very, very focused at a given time uh, within the um, experience of a person who suffered a serious medical condition. In other words, once somebody um, had been diagnosed, once somebody had been uh, navigating their local health care, potentially had already received some treatment, uh, they would then be coming to us at a, a certain stage um, to then start inquiring as to, well, what if? you know, um, I will consider to go and get treatment outside of my home country. We, we always felt that over time, our mission would be to cover more and more of the patient journey. Um, and this is how we originally developed our products. We would look at a patient journey and we would say, what are the things, what are the obstacles that we're trying to address, that we're trying to remove, that make, make um, or give a person? an opportunity to have the best chance of a successful outcome um, and recovery of a serious medical condition. Um, As time has gone by and as we've managed many, many cases, uh, we get feedback, we're very inquisitive, we keep looking about how we can improve, how we can evolve things. And for me particularly, it was very, very clear that there was an opportunity for us to engage earlier uh, with uh, the individual, um, and in in also in a manner which was, let's say, less traditional, less analog. You know, uh, you pick up the phone, you speak to somebody, someone calls you back, and I and I think for me, uh, looking at uh, the trusted doctor model, seeing how um, they have you know this um, virtual engagement, and how we could use that equally to be able to allow an individual to engage earlier, to make decisions earlier about what their options are, seemed to me to be a very, very natural fit. So that for for us, in terms of, rather than widening the scope of our products, which we believe are already very, very comprehensive, it was more about addressing um, the needs of patients at an earlier stage that we weren't necessarily covering uh, within our existing activity.
0: That is absolutely uh, logical. Uh, Thanks for sharing that, uh, Frank. And how about you, Greg? Do you also see that uh, further heads like a complementary solution to what Trusted Doctor uh, does?
1: Yeah, 100%. And I said that, um, you know, uh, so I think uh, what what just, you know, just talking about also a bit before I answer this question. So we've created this company um, initially, um more to give available make it make it avail- make those doctors this access to those doctors available in a digital way and you know in terms of technology you probably have a lot of companies that do so there is a lot of health tech companies out there and there's uh but we were very much focused on the first half a mile of patient patient journey we were saying we we give you a tool or a software so that the patient can make a quick inquiry, can upload the data and get a quick response from a doctor. And then right, later what happens, you bring it to the hospital or you take it to a different system. That's the way you want to do. But we just focus on this first half a mile of patient journey because we realized that uh, that it's actually where the pain point of most healthcare access is. You spend a lot of time, lose a lot of time on getting to the hospital, getting some email back from from secretaries, from doctors, from the administration. And we just thought, if we just make it, you wait for the data to be transmitted. So we just basically put it all in one link and made it um, like a plugin software, plugin link for everybody to use. But and 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 the when we actually distributed those links, we started seeing that a lot of uh, different uh, patients from 85 countries starting to uh, knock on the door of those doctors sending inquiries. So we quickly realized that this is, uh, this is something that was needed by the healthcare uh, stakeholders, such as doctors and hospitals. And, and, uh, and we, keep, we kept on building on the software to, um, to helping those stakeholders to digitize themselves, uh, helping them solve their pain points but at the back of our minds uh, when we set up the company was actually okay was to to make it then this this whole infrastructure that we build as a software infrastructure make them build make this software what we've built those this networks that we've built to make it more uh, expose more to the world and how do you do it and uh, the only way you do it is through insurance currently or employee benefits because those two players underwrite the care and of course, in the future, we, and right now we have consumerization of healthcare, so maybe direct to consumers is also the way option to go forward. But today, uh, in order to um, expose what we've built and help the others, I think we, we see a natural progression to um, be speaking or to be working, partnering with the insurance employee benefit player that, uh, that actually has, uh, has a very good commercial experience.
0: Okay, thank you. That is, uh, again, very logical. And listening to uh, both of your answers, I need to raise the questions. Wouldn't it make sense for you guys to merge?
2: Okay, well, um, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you know, it would seem obvious that uh, when uh, two companies talk about their missions and uh, it seems that uh, where one uh, finishes, the other one starts off and vice versa that you would consider that to be uh, a marriage made in heaven. And, um, you know, I think that uh, this would be uh, a perfect opportunity to, uh, to announce our marriage, as it were. Um, and so, <laughs>
0: well, congratulations! Thank
2: <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hear the the champagne corks. Uh,
0: yeah, I hope I hope you heard.
2: <laughs> so, um, I, I think that um, myself and Greg. I mean, it's it's very curious. I mean, we we um, came across each other. Um, I think it's probably round about September October last year, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Um, so so. Before COVID, okay, I mean, yeah, there might have been some some uh, initial sort of um, comments around, uh, you know, um, um, virus in, in China. We've had things from Asia in the past. Um, so nothing that would have, you know, disturbed anybody's thoughts, okay, in terms of Europe. And, and for us, it was really genuinely, as I mentioned before, we were keen already to look at widening our scope of activity. Um, I think that when we met up uh, for the first time, discussions uh, in terms of the vision of a one plus one equaling 10 uh, was very, very clear to us, I think, from the very, very early onset. So um, COVID, I think, has just um, essentially been something which was, if there was ever any doubt in the value of the two companies coming together, uh, then COVID surely put um, uh, any of those doubts to, to rest. But I mean, clearly we see an incredible amount of, of synergy and value, uh, firstly as, as a company, but primarily to the end user. I think the ability for the two companies combined to be able to build and develop uh, together uh, their core competencies, I think is an incredible opportunity. And and I think, you know, uh, an incredible a defense of um, the development of consumer uh, needs and response in healthcare. Uh, and, and I think it's worth mentioning that there are a lot of entities in the healthcare space. Uh, COVID has definitely, I think, accelerated a lot of uh, initiatives and companies. Um, I think it's worth noting that both Further and Trusted Doctor have uh, been active uh, for some time. I mean, Further standalone since 2017, but prior to that already at least six years um, within the uh, Best Doctors organization. So I I think that this is not an opportunistic, um, you know, coming together. These are two companies that know their business well, have been active, uh, have already a very substantial representation in the market. And so this is something that it's a merger that hits the ground running. Uh, with, um, I think, from certainly from from my standpoint, uh, incredible enthusiasm about where we can take uh, the new company going forward.
1: Right, and uh, if I have, I'll add a few words to that as well. So it's, um, I think it's uh, definitely a natural fit uh, from the um, that we should combine and create uh, this um, this uh, t- um, combined effort. Uh, and it 's not only from the perspective of technology and insurance, but also the healthcare industry and I used to work before in finance i think it 's v- probably the most complicated industry with a lot of stakeholders different different um, different um, motives and such as like we have we have providers we have patients, we have pharma and we have insurance and I think that not only it makes sense from a perspective to make uh, the better products more digital end to end products for the customer but also for the for the for the two companies to kind of create a union is more likely is combining insurance leg with the provider leg and health tech leg uh, is is very important for us to actually evolve and become bigger in this difficult stakeholder-driven ecosystem, where we could develop and become a market, we can become an ecosystem player for other stakeholders in this industry, so that we could actually evolve um, evolve uh, much quicker in the future and build a bigger company.
0: I, I couldn't agree more with that. Thanks for your answers. We are a little bit running out of time, but I would like to ask you, uh, because uh, Frank, you also mentioned, and I think at the end of the day, the most important thing is the end user. So what kind of benefits do you think the customers can experience from this marriage?
2: Well, you know, I, I think we've uh, we've mentioned it during the, uh, the, um, the recording that um, essentially we feel that uh, we'll be able to <clears throat> extend the benefits that our products provide, um, You know, helping people uh, to really uh, be in control and understand their options from a very, very early stage. And We continue to be focused on um, specialty care. I wouldn't necessarily say serious medical conditions, but specialty. I think the way we typically define it is we like to address either uh, poorly met or unmet needs, you know. So I think our mission will always be to continue identifying um, areas and opportunities in the market where a uh, product, whether insurance or a service, um, you know, can be delivered at a price that is of interest to the mass market. Um, And I think the combination of the two companies uh, simply allows us to continue that mission uh, more aggressively, quicker, Okay. Um, and I think with the, the technology and platform capabilities that trusted doctor bring to the table, um, I think the awareness and the accessibility of what we do will increase exponentially. So I, I think that for us is, uh, is, is a very clear focus over the forthcoming. year.
1: And, uh, I would add that. Yeah, I, I think, you know, just, um, we would like to create as many products as possible end to end digitally available for customers and i think the platform that we bring which as as we said, post the merger post the we will continue as um, as a group together but we will continue also keep building on the software keep engaging the community keep keep uh, spreading the software of ours to digitize more doctors to more hospitals so this this indirectly and directly will actually favor creation of new products that uh, f- uh shall distribute and and with the idea of creating uh um customizing the products the best way we can because today in insurance you you have a lot of uh monolith products that cover everything and i think by by introducing a product uh and platform uh you can actually deconstruct a lot of products and and uh, and create more products in the same verticals or new verticals and that and this actually in turn creates them being more affordable and uh, whether you do a product for a specific condition specific so you you can do it with uh, digital enabling uh the the customization of the platform so i, I think and actually that's t- touch upon you know those people are talking about uh there is current word people use micro insurance which is a big thing people try to make it affordable well if you deconstruct a product of healthcare insurance into one specific if that covers like 15 different things to one that you make the price very low and could be affordable to anyone Um, So it's uh, the idea of um, expanding and unlocking the value of different products we could bring to the market.
0: Well, guys, I wish you best of luck for being champion of customers because that is what you are striving for. And I really hope uh, you will achieve your goals. Before saying goodbye, please let me know, where can people find out more about you and your companies?
2: So in our case, it's uh, wegofurther.com. And in the case of trusted, Trusted, trusteddoctor.com. Um, And over time, this will be, um, uh, you know, uh, come under one single um, uh, web.
0: Are any of you active on Twitter or LinkedIn that would be worth to follow?
1: Uh, I think, uh, yeah, we we have several people very much socially uh, engaged on LinkedIn. So I think uh, myself, I'm there, I, I believe Frank as well, but we also have other kind of responsible people for doing that. So, yes, I think it will be. Uh, on both, uh, on, on LinkedIn, it will be under trusted doctor, it will be under feather, so that everybody will be notified on this, um, the merger that happened.
0: Great, great. Well, thank you guys for being here today and congratulations again for your marriage. Thank you.
1: <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you, Linda, for having us. Thanks.
0: And thank you for listening. If you like this episode, please give us a review. It is just a couple of clicks for you, but would mean a lot to me. Until next time, stay tuned and follow the flow.